0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sapphic Culture Club, formerly podcast of A Lady on Fire, where we explore queer themes in film, TV, books, music, and anywhere else Sapphic's room. We're your hosts. I'm Laurel Hachinova.
1: And I'm Audrey nee.
0: One quick disclaimer before we jump in. I am in Guam right now, so I'm not recording in my usual closet. So if you hear a weird fan sound, that's why or rooster oh also yeah if you hear chickens or roosters that's the other reason or the other thing that we could look out for but if you don't hear either of those things it's because audrey is amazing and did a great job cutting everything out
1: <laughs> but if you do hear him it's because i suck
0: oh, oh yeah that's the implication i'm so sorry <laughs> um the other thing that i wanted to mention is that the theme music that you just heard was also written by audrey and i haven't been able to say that in the past couple of episodes but i would like to point that out because i think it's amazing and i love it
1: oh so thank, thank you. you oh thanks <laughs> So today on our show we have the one, the only, Taryn, the amazing artist behind Bad Portrait Fan Art. If you are not familiar with Bad Portrait Fan Art on Instagram, this is your chance to check it out right now. So Taryn creates what they describe as terrible, unsettlingly beautiful fan art depictions of many, if not most, of the scenes from Portrait of Lady on Fire. And they are joining us today to talk about how it all started and where it's going. Welcome,
0: Taryn. Yay, Taryn. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from another part of California. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sacramento.
0: There always has to be at least two people in California when we record is the deal.
2: I'm glad I could help hold up that end of the <laughs> deal. That's good. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so as was our tradition when we were podcast of Lady on Fire, we would ask questions about our guests' relationship to the film and their early impressions of it. And for guests who focus on Portrait of Lady on Fire, as Taryn does, we are keeping the tradition and we are going to ask several questions about it. So Taryn, how did you first hear about Portrait of Lady on Fire?
2: So I think I saw a trailer somewhere on the internet in like late 2019 and I forgot about it for a couple months and then randomly remembered it in February 2020. And I looked it up again, and magically, it was playing at one of the theaters in Sacramento. (sighs) Nice.
1: That's great. So when you first saw the trailer, and you forgot about it, were you kind of like, how did the trailer make you feel?
2: Oh, I was excited because there were lesbians. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. <so> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was, I was thinking, I really want to see this when it comes out because there's lesbians, and that was the main reason. <laughs> I was a little skeptical about seeing it though because in college I was a film studies minor, and every French film that we watched, I hated them all. Mm. So I was a little skeptical about seeing Portrait, but again lesbians so i decided to go for it lesbians trump french movie trauma yeah well and then i realized in retrospect that we only watched french films by old men Mm -hmm. yeah so that might have something to do with it and now when i watch french films they're not all by old men obviously (laughs) so i think that's why i like them a lot more now oh good good What were some of your impressions as you finally got to watch the film? Yeah, so I actually was super tense during the first part of it when I watched it the first time. I thought the whole plot was going to be Eloise figuring out what was going on and catching Marianne. And I just kept waiting for that to happen. So I was really, really shocked when Marianne finishes the first portrait and Eloise hasn't caught her. And then the portrait is done. And I just remember thinking, (laughs) what happens now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I remember looking at my phone and thinking, we're only about halfway through this movie. I don't understand where this is going. And then the other really strong reaction I had that I think I've submitted to the podcast before and y'all read it many, many months ago was that when I saw the first portrait, I thought, wow, that's ugly. Um, (laughs) And I don't mean that... (laughs) I I, I want to pull that as
0: a quote like bad portrait fan art about first portrait
2: wow that's ugly (laughs) it was my inspiration for my art. no and to be clear I don't mean the art is ugly the art is really well done obviously throughout the whole movie Mm -hmm. all the paintings are great but I just remember looking at it and thinking Eloise looks so baby-faced in this Mm -hmm. and that's not how she is and then later of course we find out that's that her character isn't very impressed by the painting either. And I felt a little bit relieved, but I just remember being shocked and thinking this is, this is just terrible.
1: I feel like that the whole movie, Celine is just subverting our expectations like Mm -hmm. left and right. Cause I think at that point we probably were supposed to think like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, that's like how we're, we would typically approach it in like a normal film, I guess. But then yeah, there's still an hour left and who knows what might happen.
2: Exactly. I was really confused.
0: (laughs) All right. What about after it ended? How did you feel?
2: So I think I just felt like one overwhelmed. So Mm -hmm. I felt overwhelmed, but two, I just remember sitting there thinking, wow, I can't believe that someone was so brave to end on that shot. Right. Where there's really not much movement. I mean, we see Eloise crying and her facial expressions and such, but there's no dialogue and there's no, people moving around the screen and I just thought I've never seen a movie that ends that way and that's so brave to end on a shot like that and I was just kind of in awe by that
0: mm-hmm. yeah classic portrait symptoms too that overwhelm (laughs) yeah
2: yeah Yeah. were you able to see it in
1: theaters multiple times
2: (laughs) you already know the
1: answer (laughs) I Uh, might know the answer but maybe not all of our listeners I (laughs) know (laughs) so
2: I saw before the pandemic I saw in theater 16 times and then (laughs) yeah 16 times and then uh... (laughs) but then I saw it again with you two and with baby and you got to see it in the theater and so that was my 17th time so I've seen it in theater (laughs) 17 times 16 times before the pandemic and then once uh, recently for baby's birthday Yep, yeah amazing there was actually an evening where I walked in and it was a late night showing and the manager wasn't there and one of the one of the people who was selling concessions and doing the tickets just looked at me and said you've paid so many times already just go in oh, oh really? wow that's great so, yeah. so I, one of those times i did not pay so yeah oh wow that's so like crazy. a buy 10 get one free. yeah you have like
1: a stamp card for portrait, a portrait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: and and then i was really lucky because another one of the employees who had seen me there A bunch of times actually was able to get me the poster that hangs outside of the theater Uh,
0: that's amazing and that
2: poster is really cool because it's the one that actually like light comes through the back and it works in it works in a light box so it's not like what you would order offline like a paper one or anything it's the one that actually hangs in the light box outside of the theater that is amazing yeah that's a very prized possession of mine that's so great have you put it in a light box yet (laughs) <laughs> no it, it they're really expensive I know yeah, light boxes. yeah. <laughs> so maybe one day when I win the lotto or I <laughs> win that one and a half million dollars from getting vaccinated mm, uh, right. maybe I'll be able to pay for a light box
0: <laughs> <laughs> or if someone would like to like DIY one for a Taryn that would be great
1: I mean there's so many you know capable sapphics out there that can yeah, probably
0: build you yeah. A this is the right community for that sort of thing
2: <laughs> that is true that is true I, I would definitely accept that as a gift <laughs> I will send you some bad art in return
1: yay great
2: <laughs> we have
1: now arrived at the fun questions round of this episode <laughs> so we're gonna ask you some questions that hey you picked out First one is, which scene do you feel is the most underrated scene? The one that people should maybe consider more carefully?
2: Yeah, so I don't think this scene necessarily needs a lot more discussion, but I just don't hear it brought up very often as a scene that is super impactful emotionally. But for me, it's the scene near the end of the movie where Marianne goes up to tell Eloise that her mom has arrived and Eloise goes to like get dressed And there's that moment when Marianne pulls the strings Mm. on Eloise's clothing and it just breaks my heart every time because as you hear that noise and as you see her pulling those strings, like that is the end of Eloise's freedom. Like as her clothes contain her and pull her tighter, like that is the end of her freedom. Every single time that moment gets me and it just hurts. And I don't think that scene gets enough love and appreciation for the the heartbreak that it causes
0: that's a great one
1: i feel like i'm gonna
2: cry yeah just you describing it right now it's like
1: oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I <compare> it too. <laughs> yeah
2: i don't even I like thinking about it <laughs> yeah like the rhythm of the like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh,
0: it's
2: it's painful it's painful oh <laughs> so heart-wrenching <laughs> sorry great, no no thanks all right yeah, yeah. thanks for coming yeah, on the show this um, bye
1: see you later <laughs> no i'm glad you brought that up because you're right like i don't i don't even Think about it that much. I think partly because it's like this metaphor that you you just respond to so physically, mm-hmm. you don't even realize like you know it's happening kind of on a subconscious level. So I think I, I feel like I like intentionally or unintentionally block it out. So mm-hmm.
0: their expressions on their faces too are are pretty sort of like stoic, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they've resigned themselves. Yeah, to this, and you yeah. can see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs>
2: Are you hearing a rooster? the roosters? Yeah. Yes. I yes, I heard that rooster. I'm gonna leave the
1: rooster sounds in. If you hear a rooster, take a shot. Or do whatever. Or you want. squat. <laughs> or squat. Yeah.
0: Or pet a cat. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Pet
1: a cat. If you don't have a cat, find one. Okay, so next up, we want to know, have any other films affected you the way that Portrait has?
2: So I actually told one of my friends that I wasn't going to choose this question because I'm afraid that the film I'm going to choose hasn't aged well in every way. (laughs) But I'm going to put it out there. Wait, wait, wait. Before you say it, when was the last time
1: you saw this film?
2: Okay, I rewatched it a couple days ago to make sure
1: that it wasn't... (laughs)
2: Wow, you're so thorough. This I is know. Okay, you're on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm also trying to watch, I'm calling it 30 Gays in 30 Days. So I'm what? trying to watch 30 queer movies for Pride Month. Uh, what a so, great idea. That's awesome. A movie each day. And not necessarily, they don't all have to be about gay characters, but also like trans characters, any mm-hmm. kind of queer character. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so I rewatched this and I have to say it's not as impactful as Portrait, but it was very impactful at the time. Yeah. And yeah. it's the film version of the musical Rent
0: oh <laughs> yeah okay I haven't seen either but
2: it was just I was in high school when I learned about the musical and then when the movie came out I was also in high school I believe and it was the only place that I saw queer representation other than like Ellen DeGeneres um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it was just really meaningful to see queer characters and a diversity of queer characters mm. as far as like transgender characters and gay characters and lesbian characters and it's really it was also really nice to see my straight friends appreciating Mm. the movie Mm -hmm. and kind of gave me hope that one day when I did come out you know there would be safe people around me so that's um, cool yeah that's not as impactful as portrait but still a really really big impact for high school me
0: yeah totally
2: yeah I feel
1: like your first gay or queer film you know no matter how poorly at age yeah ages, <laughs> like is gonna have that impact right like yeah
0: <laughs> sort of maybe maybe
1: well well yeah <laughs> I guess, no i guess yeah i guess it depends on like it depends specific. on like
0: how you yeah i think yeah. we talked about this before but the first queer film that i can remember seeing was watching heavenly creatures with my dad so okay. that was okay. really different <laughs> Yeah. I was like, what is this? Why does this feel like this? And why am I watching it with my dad and what's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's out of all the ones to to start with. <laughs>
2: And with your dad of all. Are lesbian
0: dad, Like, what's happening?
2: I actually haven't seen it. I know a little oh. bit about it, but I haven't seen it. So I'm going to have to add it to my uh, Pride do. movie list. Yeah. I, I will I will watch it be- I mean, before yeah. the end of Pride okay. Month. You should see it. Yeah. I, I mean, it used to be my
1: favorite film. I saw it when I was a baby gay and. Impacted me in like a really. I mean, it was it was. It's a horrific film, mm-hmm. really well acted. I think it mm-hmm. ages well. I want to say, but I also haven't seen it in a long time. Haven't seen it in a long. I, I haven't seen it since then. Actually, <laughs> that's yeah. the only time <laughs> I've seen it. Peter Jackson, you know, before Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Based on a true story. Anyway, Rent. Yeah, <laughs> my association with rent is like i often get that one song stuck in my head for no reason the the
0: one about like how many minutes are in a year yes or yes yeah. like i'll
1: just i think someone will say a number and then it'll just get stuck in my head yeah it's definitely like an earworm right
2: oh yeah i mean since i watched it a few days ago i've just had it randomly <laughs> popping into my head and just singing it to myself which is really unfortunate because i'm not good at singing so hopefully my roommate cannot hear me <laughs>
0: i wish i could remember the lyrics because all i hear is the melody and it's like you know it would probably be really useful to know how many minutes are in a year just as like a random (laughs) fact but now all i have is melody and the memory that i did know how many minutes were in a year
2: and that now i have to look it up each time
1: i bet taryn can tell us how many minutes are in a year
2: it is 525,600 minutes. Thank you. Aww. <laughs> and if I got that wrong, please edit it out. If I got that I wrong, mean, I not take that immediately. in.
1: <laughs> I already I already forgot what you exactly I know. I, I forgot like, what you said.
0: 5,200 <laughs> minutes. minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's already it's, exactly, happened. it's
0: yeah. so just like in out. It's
1: yep. Just... Uh, learned so much on the show. <laughs> Speaking of Minutes and time. How <laughs> have you seen <laughs> any other? Fil- segue, I, that yes. was bad. That was a terrible <laughs> segment. So I apologize. Um, but have you have you seen any other? Well, actually, how many times have you seen Portrait? If you remember, including like all the times you watched it out of the theater.
2: Yeah. So I checked my movie log, and I've seen it forty three times in total, mm, which wow. is not the most of the like I've seen people talk about seeing it over a hundred times. Yeah. It, so. Yeah. 17 yeah. times in theater is pretty impressive that is yeah but 43 times in total I feel like lots of people have beat me on that one it's not a competition but I yeah I think, I think <laughs> yeah. Baby said
1: I think Baby said that she watched it like every day for I don't remember how long but you know a long time yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah and we know Laurel and I know that you watch a lot of movies mm-hmm. have you seen Any other film as many times as Portrait or multiple films as many times as Portrait?
2: Absolutely not. No, not even close. I think the closest, at least in the recent years that I've been, is like maybe eight times. And that was, you know, like Water Lilies and Tomboy Mm. and other other Celine films. (laughs) So I think if I'm remembering correctly, but no, nothing that I've seen anywhere near 43 times other than Portrait. Wow. Well, congrats
0: yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> your celine total is pretty high too just. yeah
2: i might be wrong on that but i actually also bought a regionless dvd and blu-ray player so that i could get her other films that aren't in an american version and have copies of those since they unfortunately left criterion channel and it's hard to yeah find copies of them so now i have the french dvds and a blu-ray player and dvd player that can play them so wow
0: that's great uh, yeah yeah
2: dedication (laughs) yeah which ones aren't
1: available to purchase a physical copy in the states
2: so it's really hard to get water lilies okay uh tomboy i think is still playing on canopy i believe and girlhood might be playing on canopy but i could be wrong i would definitely double check that But that's as of the last time that I checked, those ones were available. But Water Lilies is almost impossible to get uh, legally. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm sure there's lots of other people who have it from other means, but I'm too scared of the FBI. So I obtain (laughs) all of my movies legally. I just pictured if we ever go to
1: some kind of portrait meetup, showing up in like a trench coat with (laughs) illegal copies of all of Celine's films.
0: (laughs) Do you know when Water Lilies came out? I wonder if she would release, like, an anniversary edition or something.
2: I don't remember when it came out, but that would be fantastic if it was re-released. I really hope they do someday, like, a box set of all of the films that she's directed.
0: Oh, that that's probably coming for sure. Yeah, yeah. That
2: would be fantastic.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to say it was, like, late 2000s, but I...
0: Yeah, I think 2007 Okay. is what my cursory glance at the internet is telling me
1: <laughs> all right you you're ready to grill Taryn on some really deep questions
0: so violent so violent. oh my god um, Gr-
1: grilling I was thinking like, like grilling a hot dog but yeah okay. Taryn right, is fine. a person <laughs> Taryn is a person not
2: a hot dog oh my god <laughs> you you really cleared up my identity crisis there thank you
0: Taryn you are a person you are not a hot dog oh
1: okay good 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 I would like to say for the record that I am a hot dog and not a person <laughs>
0: just because you're a hot dog doesn't mean you need I know, to I, hot know I know I know all right wow <laughs> what are we talking that about here so I do anyway <laughs>
2: um,
1: <laughs>
0: let's move on <laughs> so let's start from the beginning what inspired you to start bad portrait fan art
2: Yeah. So an important thing to know about my journey as an artist is that I've never been good at visual arts. I never liked visual arts. I learned to play the trumpet in school so that I could avoid taking painting and drawing classes. (laughs) So this was a really unusual adventure for me. But at the beginning of the pandemic, my best friend asked me if I would do a daily drawing challenge with her. And I didn't really want to, which I told her later. But <laughs> she's been my best friend for over 25 years, so I said yes. Aww. And oh, she was a good friend. As part of some of the daily challenge prompts, I ended up drawing some really simple scenes from portrait, and so I, that kind of got me started. But then I used to be very active on Twitter, and one of my friends, uh, Jess, she's a Jess Go with It 28 on Twitter. She had posted a tweet that said the amount of portrait pain I could saturate the timeline with if I could draw. And I responded saying, just draw even if you aren't good at it, it makes it more entertaining. So I said I would draw a picture if she would draw a picture. And so I drew Marianne talking to Sophie that first night after she steals the bread and cheese. And Jess drew a made-up scene of Eloise sobbing in the middle of the ocean and Sophie comforting her. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was was very creative. And both of our pictures were absolutely terrible. (laughs) Especially compared to... We asked two of our British friends to also draw pictures and they were like, oh, we're really bad at art. This isn't going to go well. And then they posted their pictures and they were fantastic and beautiful. (laughs) And I was totally embarrassed, but that's okay. But people started seeing the bad art that Jess and I had posted and they were just super into it they were liking the tweets a lot and they were commenting and so I just kept going because we know it was and still is a really rough time and I just figured if I can make some people laugh and I can bring some joy to people's life then why not keep doing these absolutely terrible drawings so that's how it started that's really cool. Yeah. Do you
0: know how many you've drawn so far?
2: So I've done 99 drawings (laughs) of scenes from the movie. And then I've done a handful of other drawings like Adele eating corn at the protest (laughs) or uh, um, a snowball fight between Eloise and Marianne. So I've done a couple of silly ones like that, but 99 of the scenes from the movie. Do you have a a plan for like the hundredth? No, I don't. I actually didn't know that I was at 99 until I was looking to be able to answer when you asked me today. I, I mm-hmm. didn't know that I was at 99 until this morning. And so I've been thinking about what the hundredth should be, but I'm, I am don't know.
0: The poster.
2: No, Do you already have, you probably have a bonfire scene already. I have the bonfire scene. The poster I haven't drawn because it would not be an exciting drawing because I'm not good at doing shades of black or shades mm. of blue. And so it would just be a, a big black abyss with Eloise's face floating <laughs> there. <laughs> and it's okay. really, yeah, that's that really bad, it's <laughs> a really bad fire. Um, that sounds great. <laughs> I have done the flame and kiss poster, the mm-hmm. optical illusion one where it's the flame. And when you look at the black part, it's actually them kissing or about to kiss. Um, and that's the front of the art book that I did. So I have done oh, that cool. poster.
1: I guess you could just, like, never do number 100 and always have that to aspire to. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. That's an option. (laughs) In the count of 99, are you including all of the, like, the Christmas cards and stuff? The snowball fight and
2: the... No, the 99 is is just the scenes. Uh, Oh. Got it. it. I've actually drawn more than 99 drawings, just I've done 99 scenes from the movie. Mm -hmm. You've Mm -hmm. done more
1: stills from the movie than there are scenes.
2: Yeah. Because I think there's, like...
1: I can't remember exactly how many scenes, but isn't it like 60 something? I'm not
2: sure. And yeah, when I say scene, I just mean still. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not very precise about that, but (laughs) yeah, I really just tried to pick out all of the major shots, all of them, you know, major images from the film so that when I put them in order, you could kind of look through it and see the film through the bad drawings. So that was the main purpose just to take all of the main images from the scene and be able to make a continuous book of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you
1: have a personal favorite that you've drawn and related to that? Do you is there like a fan favorite? Like is there one that has resonated most with people? Like do you know? So there's
2: three that got really good reception on Instagram. Uh, one is the scene where Eloise is putting the drugs on her armpit. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably. That one is a terrible drawing. Definitely go check it out. <laughs> It's absolutely, it's absolutely atrocious. Uh, go check we that one put out. put it
0: in the show notes.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then there's a scene that I did with another Instagram user, Canvas. their c.nv.s on Instagram. And they did a really nice digital art image of Marianne in the art gallery standing in front of her painting. And then I came in and drew the paintings behind her. So you have their good art and then my bad art, and that got a really good reception. But honestly, this is a little bit embarrassing, but the drawing that got the most likes on Instagram (laughs) was a Bernie Sanders meme. Oh, Um, right, yeah. So there's the scene near the beginning of the movie where the two students are sitting at their desk and you can see Marianne's painting behind them right before it like zooms in on it. And she says, portrait of a lady on fire and I took Bernie Sanders from Joe Biden's inauguration Mm -hmm. you know sitting there in his casual clothes looking grumpy with his mittens yeah and I put him in between the two students and in front of the (laughs) painting and for some reason that drawing has the most likes out of (laughs) all of them that i posted it's very cute
1: (laughs) it is very cute
0: thank you I'm actually looking at it right now and the portrait that's behind his head, uh, you know, the titular portrait. Yeah. So it's got like clouds in the painting. And so the clouds are just like floating around his head and it's very, (laughs) and the the students expressions on either side of him are very sort of, you know, muted. It's great. The whole thing is (laughs) awesome.
2: Thank you. But my favorite one to draw, I think you asked about that one too. My favorite one to draw was the page 28, the page 28 where Marianne is drawing herself not mm-hmm. the page 28 in in the painting at the end. But it was really hard because I'm bad at drawing people. I mean, I'm bad at drawing everything, but I'm really bad at drawing people. And so to draw Marianne stretched out and like mm. not with clothing around her to cover up her form or anything, it was really hard to draw a mostly naked person, but then the really fun part was there's text on page 28, right, like a little bit of text at the very top, and so I had to figure out what to put there, and like many other people, I've been learning French on Duolingo, so I wrote some Duolingo phrases (laughs) on that page, and I'm not going to try to pronounce them in French, but the sentences that I wrote are, there is a cow in the garden, Uh the the horse is eating pizza, and the Wi-Fi is not working. (laughs) And there were definitely some other Duolingo learners who caught on to that and thought it was pretty funny. That's pretty brilliant. Have you sold most of your pieces? No, I actually have a lot of them left over. So... I don't know if we've mentioned it yet, but I do sell the drawings as a fundraiser. So the drawings, the the original drawings I sell for $10 each and then a couple dollars for shipping and then I donate all $10 to an LGBTQ charity and we've donated over $755. Wow! at this point yeah that's awesome yeah so
1: great how did you end up choosing that particular charity
2: so I've done a couple different charities and I really just asked people on Instagram for suggestions with the requirements that they be you know LGBTQ organizations and I asked particularly for organizations that serve people of color and so those were the two really important things to me And right now I'm actually fundraising for a local organization, it's the Lavender Library here in Sacramento. And they are a library and archive and event space for queer people here in Sacramento. And they're like hands down my favorite nonprofit here locally, probably anywhere actually. And before the pandemic, I had the chance to go to a couple events there and everything. And it's really honestly the first place that I ever felt comfortable as a genderqueer or non-binary person so it's been really exciting to raise money for them that's
0: great yeah. yeah That's super cool and I assume they have some kind of online presence which we will link to in the notes as well
2: yeah yeah they have Twitter and Instagram and a
1: website and everything how long do you typically spend on each drawing is there like an average would
2: you say Oh, well, since I'm really bad at art, Mm -hmm. it actually only takes me about 10 minutes to draw the picture. I'm actually impressed. Yeah, that's great. Oh, well, I mean, it takes like, it takes good artists, you know, like hours to draw a picture. The coloring takes a really long time. The coloring takes about 45 okay. minutes, which isn't actually a really long time. But compared to the 10 minutes it takes to draw, it feels like forever.
1: So, oh, okay, yeah. okay. I thought you yeah, did yeah. the whole thing in 10 minutes. I was like, holy crap. Oh, that's no, 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 no no, <laughs> no,
2: no, no. So the actual drawing takes about 10 minutes, drawing it in pencil and then drawing over it in ink, and then coloring okay. it takes about 45 minutes. Okay, got it, yeah. got it, got it. I was like you are fast (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not that bad no no no
0: so you've done 99 drawings of the film over 100 drawings total has the process changed for you at all like do you feel different about the process now versus when you started
2: I feel actually a little bit sad because it's gotten better as I've oh. as I've done more drawings <laughs> and I've had people comment and say like this isn't as bad as it should be. Um, oh Oh no! <laughs> like the
1: you first... need to change your uh, name from bad portrait fan art to like pretty good. Portrait yeah. Fan yeah. Art. yeah. Yeah. Am,
2: yeah. I have many people tell me that I should be mediocre portrait fan art now. (laughs) Formerly bad portrait (laughs) fan art. We can just track your journey
0: through your usernames.
2: The thing is, it's still really bad compared to other people's fan art. So if you compare it, it's embarrassingly bad, but it's better than it used to be. And that makes (laughs) me a little bit sad. It could just be relatively bad portrait (laughs) camera.
1: That's good. I like that. It's probably too long, but yes. (laughs) It would be more accurate. Yeah. I'm really curious, like, because you're drawing, you're paying such close attention to the film in a way that, like, a lot of people probably aren't. Has it changed the way that you watch the film
2: or see the film? I don't know if it's changed, like, how much I pay attention to the detail. Mm -hmm it has unfortunately made my viewing of the film a little less serious because as i'm watching the film now i get flashes of my drawings oh, in my mind so i'll be i'll be watching a scene and then in my mind i'll be picturing my really bad drawing of it and it's actually a little bit distracting. I mean, I still love the (laughs) film. I'm still able to appreciate it, but there are sometimes during serious scenes now where I just kind of giggle to myself because (laughs) I think of a really bad drawing that I've done. And uh, yeah, that's that's an unfortunate side effect of doing this art. Yeah, definitely not a
1: side effect that I guess you would have expected. It kind of reminded me of when we were doing the BDE episode that we did a while ago right like, I, yeah we we're like scanning the film looking for big dike energy moments which is probably not what Celine intended right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly or did she good point <laughs> yeah why why cast two actors with huge bde if she right, did yeah. not intend for us to look for it <laughs> i don't know or acknowledge it
0: so we mentioned the book a couple of times but let's really dive into it so At what point did you think like, you know,
2: this should be a book? I had a bunch of people on Instagram asking me if I was going to put the drawings together Mm -hmm, as a book mm -hmm. and I hadn't really thought about it and I didn't know how to put a book together. So I kind of just kept avoiding the topic. (laughs) I knew I was going to put my own book together using Shutterfly Mm -hmm. and that that would be, you know, my copy, but Shutterfly is super expensive and it wasn't going to be a book that I'd be able to sell to people or make available to people so I was just kind of ignoring it so I did know I was going to put one together for myself after probably a couple dozen of the drawings when I realized it wasn't going to stop until I had done all of them, you know major scenes yeah but then after I put my own book together and people kept asking if there was going to be a book that was available for purchase I just decided that I would go for it. And someone suggested a self-publishing website and was able to get a free trial of InDesign long enough to uh, put the book together. And, wow, nice. Yeah. And I mean, it was super simple. It, it's just copying images into the book. So um, I was able to make a copy of the art book. Yeah, that's affordable for people to buy. And it's very fittingly, it sells for $28. Nice. And, uh <laughs> Uh, Uh I just lucked out on that one. It's uh, $17 goes to printing the book and then $11 gets donated to the Lavender Library that I mentioned earlier. And then there's a couple dollars for shipping, but yeah, so $28 plus shipping. That's so great. Yeah. I should also mention it is hardcover, it's full color, and the scenes are in the order that they appear in the movie. So that's great. Yeah can kind of look through it and see the whole movie there.
0: And how can people order the book?
2: If people want to order it or if they want to buy one of the original drawings, the best way is just to message me on Instagram. Um, I don't have like a super fancy setup or anything. So just, just message me.
0: Cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you keep track of the scenes that you were going to do in any specific way? Or did you just kind of like keep it all in your, in your head?
2: Yeah. I went through the movie a couple times uh, just watched it through to identify what are all the major images that I want to draw Mm -hmm. and I just kept a spreadsheet of it and I just tracked which one yep (laughs) I kept a spreadsheet and I just tracked you know which ones I had done and which ones I still needed to do so cool. by the time I did that I knew that it was going to be a pretty big project since I saw that there were about 100 scenes that I wanted to draw. That's cool. Have you done
1: any drawings without characters in them? Like just, you know, just the environment? I'm just picturing like the cave or something, you know?
2: No, I don't think I've done any drawings without the characters. Partially because, again, I'm, I'm really bad at art, and so I need the color of their clothing to kind mm. of make the images pop. And also, what I've learned is the movie itself is not actually that colorful I mean mm, yeah there's some colors that pop definitely like the blue of the ocean right, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is their clothing and other than yeah. that it's not a super bright colorful movie so. I think it would be really boring if I just drew scenery um, (laughs) because I don't, I can't do the nuance of different shades of greens and blues and grays and browns and stuff. The one thing I did do that's not a scene is for people in North America. And I think a couple other countries, neon is the distributor for the film. And before the film comes on, there's that neon symbol where it like lights up and it says uh-huh. neon and that always like gives me chills like yes I'm about to watch my favorite movie yeah so yeah I did draw that I didn't include it in the art book because so many people wouldn't understand the reference yeah. because it's right that's only true. for that's North America but I did draw that one
0: that's awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I get similar sort of feelings when I see the neon logo pop up before anything now and it's like <gasps> yeah. oh wait this isn't portrait
1: <laughs> so it's weird <laughs> Okay, so we're deep into your world of illustration. What's next for you? Like, you've been doing this for a while. Would you ever consider bad fan-arting another movie?
2: (laughs) I wouldn't consider fan-arting another movie to the extent that I've done with Portrait. It was actually, like, it took a lot of time and energy. I've been doing it since September. And I think I finished in March, I believe. Mm -hmm. So... There's no other film I love enough to put that much work into fan art. I'm really not sure where I'm going from here. I've been doing a couple commissions of Hmm. special scenes people have asked for. And um, I'm definitely still open to that. And some people have asked me to do scenes from like Carol or Disobedience Mm -hmm. or other queer films. Did you do a Spice Girls one at one point? Oh, one of my portrait friends <laughs> loves Spice Girls, uh-huh. and it was her birthday, so I did a drawing of the Spice Girls That's for her great. birthday. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> I want my Spice Girls and portrait mashup.
2: Oh, no. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but, like, terrible in a good way. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm open to suggestions, and I probably will do a couple things from other movies, but not to the extent that I did with portrait. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Is there anything we didn't ask you that you wanna discuss?
2: The only other thing is that if you like the art, but are not interested or not able to, to purchase it, I do send out free postcards. The postcards have one of the images of my drawings on there. And I'm really super careful in this round of postcards. The sign-up form will ask you if you're okay receiving, obviously, lesbian content. Mm -hmm. And if you say no, then I won't send you anything with the characters, you know, kissing or laying in bed together. I won't send you anything that has the movie title or anything that can be Googled or searched Mm -hmm. that would lead back to portrait because I don't want to accidentally out anyone. Yeah. So I want to make sure that if you want a postcard you're able to get one, regardless of whether you're out or not. Um, I can send those to pretty much every country. The same goes with the art book and the drawings, but the postcard is free. So if you are interested in receiving a postcard, you can DM me. And then also on that, if you do say it's okay for me to send, you know, lesbian images or content uh, with the postcard you'll also receive a sticker designed by canvas who I mentioned earlier that I did a collaborative drawing with so you would get a sticker from them too that's cool awesome
1: yeah that's super thoughtful of you too yeah
0: man thank you so much this was fantastic I've always I've loved your work since it popped onto my radar um (laughs) but hearing about
2: all the ins and outs of it was was really cool. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah. And this is super cheesy and you can totally cut it out if you want to, but if I can just give a quick shout out to my friends, Agnes and Nads and Christina and B and Jess and Hillary, and my super private British friend who wouldn't want her <laughs> name mentioned on a podcast. Y'all <laughs> have made the past year so much better than it would have been otherwise. And then also to the two of you, uh, you were the first two people that I met in person and then we got to meet again a few weeks after that and that was something that was super memorable and meaningful to me. So thank you to all my friends.
0: Awesome. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Yeah. Yeah,
2: the feeling is definitely mutual. Obviously
1: as Laurel mentioned, we're big fans. We've both independently set each other your <laughs> yeah, art. Yeah, so. yeah, you
2: you both bought drawings for each other. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, you have definitely made um, this like really, you know, unpredictable and bonkers time way more joyful and just want to give our thanks to you. Yeah, Yeah, thank
2: you. I'm glad I could make the times a, a little bit more joyful and amusing, funny. So as mentioned, if you would like
0: to get a postcard, purchase a book or buy art, Oh, the available art is in a story, right? People can see what's still available.
2: Yeah, I have highlights on my Instagram page that show what art is available. And then there's also a highlight that shows a little bit of information about the art book and a quick video of it if you want to uh, catch a glimpse of that.
0: Cool. Awesome. And that is all at Instagram under bad portrait fan art, all one word. Please follow portrait fan art as well it's a super fun follow it's always a pleasant surprise when it pops up on my feed it's like ooh, another one
1: yeah um (laughs) instant double tap you know (laughs) thank you yeah thank you taryn for joining us
2: we appreciate you yeah thanks for having me on the show
1: Now it's time for this week's ASMR, which features the sound of a very queer hike I went on a few weeks ago with a bunch of queer friends on the appropriately named stonewall panoramic trail in berkeley if you're in the area and you enjoy a hike uh highly recommend it it's super gay it's actually not that gay but you know you can make it gay <laughs> but before that
0: do you have any burning questions for the next show should they still be burning questions anyway i guess it's, it's generally <laughs> it's,
1: applicable whenever you say that i think of like uti Itching. or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay great <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> so oh, yes no. it should still be burning
0: do you have any burning questions for the next
1: show? <laughs> you might want to consult a uh... a
0: medical professional yes. urologist i
1: think
2: and right? also yes. let us know yeah let us know too <laughs> oh God,
0: this is so weird email us at sapphiccultureclub at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram at club and twitter at sapphic podcast and if you would like to submit your own gay smr please do the best way is probably via an audio recording that you can
1: email us or Instagram too. You can record.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: You can, can you, I don't know if you can post audio. Wow. We're so good at this. (laughs) Just email us (laughs) your GSMR if you would like to submit it and also let us know what it is of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mystery GSMR is, I don't know, maybe interesting, but possibly less compelling. So it would be great to have a description.
2: Thank you yeah thank you there's your dogs Adult. wow right. yes sorry. we got we got. no the sorry about Amazing. that yeah, right there, they're, right there. They're, that's great they're trying to participate in gay smr smr yeah yeah sorry <laughs> about gay. that yeah. perfect timing i mean dogs
1: are gay yeah yeah so. oh totally <laughs> all right here is some gay hiking enjoy gay smr